On today's episode of Blending Bourbon, David and I dip into the old listener mailbag, mired and ask some questions that apparently y'all want to know. Blending Bourbon is the podcast that takes you beyond the barrel and behind the scenes of the whiskey industry with master blenders Dixon Dedman and David Mark Young. Welcome back to another episode of Blending Bourbon. I'm Dixon Dedman from 2XO Whiskey, joined by the finest flannel in all of Omaha, our producer, Myrden, and the man, the myth, the legend, uh, who claims to have once actually gotten busy in a Burger King bathroom, <laughs> Mr. David Mark Young. <laughs> Creating <laughs> Whopper not. Juniors. I was going to start to say something about busy eating Whoppers, and then I thought, that, where are we going to go with that? And then I just, I, okay, good to see you, Dixon. Thanks for that wonderful that, that's introduction. That's a line from a song. Do you not? You No. This is an 80s rap now, line, You guys are, what are you, like, if it ain't Morgan Wallen, I don't listen to it <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> oh, okay. If my dog's not in my truck, then I'm not familiar with the song. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, that is too bad that that. Um, we'll sing it for us. No, nope, nope, nope. Moving on. How a... how in the world are you? Outstanding, absolutely. Oh, you outstanding. had a little getaway private jet with the lady, right? Had a little jaunt for my lady's birthday, which was yesterday. Um, you see, I celebrated big. It was a great time. Lots of great friends. Great people you flew a bunch of people somewhere on a private jet i did not no wow no you are a uh, nope this podcast is making even more money than i thought yeah you know was hanging out with august bush um in in addition to many other really cool people but um yeah it was a lot of fun did lots of things it was shootout weekend down in the ozarks if you're not familiar with that boat racing same as the kentucky derby except boats it's the same as Friday night in the Golden Sheaf Mobile, except boats, right? <laughs> it was, uh, no, no. It was, <laughs> that was a Saturday. That was Saturday. <laughs> it was lots of fun. Lots of fun. Lots of Golden Sheaf. There was not a lot of Golden Sheaf. There was some, but, you know, it was 100 degrees, so mm. you can't sit there and get pickled all day long that's bad combination lots of sun Hmm. lots of alcohol i should remember that did win a belly flop contest uh world champion just kidding didn't even enter but it was a video it was entertaining i'll send you a video oh so so there was the you had you had the boat races and the belly flop competition going on at the same time that's pretty awesome (laughs) off of the deck of the that's awesome doing 220 miles an hour yeah hmm wow how about your weekend? How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was was fantastic. Um, it was a lot of a lot more, a lot of family, a lot of that stuff. Um, and I think I was telling you all, I, I woke up like with the intent purpose of today and tomorrow. Like I have a lot of boxes I needed to check. I was supposed to um, roll out of town. And it starts. This is this is the week it was supposed to start for me. It, it's now postponed. I was supposed to roll out Wednesday through Friday. Um, 
It's going to be a, it actually was, was, it gave me a little anxiety looking at the itinerary for this visit, but it was a really, really strong visit with um, some amazing retail partners in the uh, Tampa, St. Pete area, but Vidalia or something like that, Hurricane Vidalia or Hurricane somebody is on, on is, is going to beat me there. And so, and my week kind of opened up now. So were they trying uh, to say Hurricane Versailles, which is is that was that your nickname in high school, Ver, Hurricane Versailles? Because they knew you were coming down. It was just false alarm. They got their wires crossed. It's not a hurricane. It's actually Dixon Deadman coming in town. Sorry. No. Uh, was that it, Martin? Was that a was that an attempted <laughs> humor? Was that, I was, that, was, that was, I was I was piecing to together Thomas pilots. Jefferson. I was trying to piece together a Thomas Jefferson <laughs> reference, so I was I was I wasn't really paying attention. Okay. <laughs> um, I thought it was pretty funny, actually. Did, am I am I now French? Do you think I'm French? Is Ooh. that? I know, I know. There's somewhere where you were doing business at one point, and maybe they pronounce it Versalis. Kentucky. No, that's so yeah, that's as funny as like, you know, it's right there. Uh, that's where see? that's where Woodford Reserve is in a town right. called Versailles. Versailles. Um, <laughs> Versailles. And we used to always have people come in to the to the front desk at the end and they'd say, Oh yes, we can't wait to go visit Woodford Reserve and, and is there anywhere nice to eat in, in Versailles? And it's like, Well, yeah. It's a huge castle in France. Uh, right. There's a couple sweet diners in Versailles if you want to try them. <laughs> I, can get a, I can tell you where to get the best cheeseburger off a griddle mm. in Versailles. But um, <laughs> I get okay. Now it makes sense. It's it just, was. A, I, I guess Myron and I are just not edit this, and it will be the funniest joke on the internet in oh. a couple weeks. Yeah, uh, everybody I'll, will laugh. I'll, Hashtag I'll, funny as beep. Yeah, I'll just I'll just use my old. Make a note of that. Filter. Joke. <laughs> right, there we go. It's not going to uh, make the make a make a the cut, is it? <laughs> so, all right. You know, talking about um, all this and 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 what we decided to do, Myrden has has dug up um, some uh, some questions uh, that that have have been out there or have uh, been presented or. Um, and, and I hope they're like legitimate questions, not questions about like, what was, what, what was this joke that David was attempting <laughs> that he totally stepped on, um, kind of thing. But, oh, um, no. I, I think it's rid of the first five we'll questions. See. All right. Uh, these are so questions from subscribers, subscribers, from viewers, viewers, uh, from, oh, from, shit. From a from Shoot. a while back, so this may take a little bit of uh, probing of your memory. Mm. Uh, so, for, well, first one's really easy. This one's aimed at Dixon. Is uh, when are you coming back to Omaha? <laughs> huh. I didn't ask that question. Um, good question. Um, I am. 90 something percent sure that we are doing, we have at least two, if not three events scheduled for the last, it's the last week in October. Mm. Um, 
which is like the 26th, 27th, 28th or something like that of, of October. Um, I think that's right. I think, I think that is, that is correct. Yeah. You've mentioned that before that, that, that Friday is the 27th, 26th, 27th, Thursday, Friday. So what is that? Is that something Although you want to talk about that's going on? I confusing that with Milwaukee now that I think about it. It's kind of um, all the same out here. It, it will happen. I mean, the, like we honestly, we, um, Man, I think we made up for it um, with the innkeepers. We we did Omaha uh, a bit of a disservice with the Phoenix. I think underestimating the amount and interest in bourbon and and whiskey in in Omaha. Um, but you know it it it, it blows my mind sometimes. Um, you know, from a like when you like the brand people, the 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 big city brand people. You know, you have like the I don't know whatever the big five. You know, like Texas, Florida, New York, California, uh, Kentucky, obviously. And you know what? You know what we in in pockets of the Northeast that I probably didn't pay enough attention to previously, as well as, uh, these, the, these Midwestern states. I mean, it's, 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 it's on a, you know, it's almost another level of, of kind of engagement. And, um, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a massive consumer base. Um, yeah. And well, there's nothing better to do here than to consume. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, got to get, you know, got to get back out to L.A. Got to get, and I love L.A. Well, mm. actually, I don't love L.A., but I love San Diego, love Orange County, Northern California, you know, Texas. Texas is just almost so big it's hard to handle. Oh, yeah. um, but, you know, the concentration of, of whiskey drinkers in your Omahas, your Milwaukee's, your... Uh, you know, St. Paul, uh, Minnesota, you know, St. Paul, uh, Minneapolis, Minneapolis St. Paul, yeah. um, Indiana, my God, Indiana drinks some whiskey. Right. Um, so yes, we, you know, and, and, and it's, I hate to say it and I don't mean it in a bad way, but it's kind of like my style of whiskey drinker of just like, let's just drink some whiskey. It's not like, Oh, what? what bar do we have to be at or what right. club do we have to be in or what, you know, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, I, I'll, I'm coming back soon. It's, 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 it's like equivalent to uh, good times, like hyphen good times. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to, um, you know, plan some things when you come out. We've got, uh, we're actually opening the tasting room. We're moving 100 miles an hour as far as progress and so we'll be open maybe we do host some sort of event there that would be a lot of fun can the can the golden sheaf mobile pick me up at the airport already planning on it okay. uh, yeah. well, i'll uh when, when that happens i'll arrange uh, uh i'll arrange a uh to be in the back seat. Down, down there <laughs> <laughs> will we get the entourage uh ready to go we will stock up heavily on vomit bags <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, somebody sent me, <laughs> which is 
Awesome. I, I love the the message. Somebody sent me a picture, um, a case of the Phoenix blend showed up the other day on a shelf. Just, I don't know if it got, got, uh, uh, you remember we did that tasting a while back online with all oh, of yeah. the, the influencers and I was trying to, we just missed all of the, all of the Phoenix had, you know, gone off the shelves and, um, innkeepers blend was rolling out. So unfortunately wasn't able to get a hold of those, but, um, but yeah, did see it pop up the other day. It was kind of interesting. So, uh, so this next string of uh, stu- of uh, visits is mainly promoting the angers. Is uh, is uh, Jim Jimmy Kentucky still? Uh, that's yeah, so Jim still- Kentucky is not. We we will produce that at the end of September. So that's right, kind of right. a late October, early November rollout. But. Um, the tribute blend, which is the third in the icon series, and then the American Oak, which is that everyday, ongoing, always available. Both of those are are landing effectively nationwide as we speak. I mean, they're yeah, yeah. I saw some hitting. releases down in down in Tampa. It was uh, mm-hmm. that that uh, so that was probably the purpose of that visit, more than likely, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, we there's Tampa. Um, my I had to send some of my guys to handle some of the other sales meetings, uh, but we're hitting right now. There's a lot dropping in in like Jersey, Connecticut, New York, um, you know, Massachusetts, that kind of northeast, um, and then I'm heading. To Atlanta, and then from Atlanta, I go straight to California, um, and everything is landing in California uh, end of this week, beginning of next week. So um, I'm almost like I feel like I'm a, like those guys that, that chase the trucks coming out of the distributor that that um, <laughs> think that they're like following it to try to get happy. You know, I'm like I'm I'm, I'm just like following trucks across the country right now. <laughs> But it's my own stuff, so right. <laughs> you are I'm not, I'm not harassing fan. anybody. <laughs> you're pushing them. <laughs> can, I, can I wash your windshield? <laughs> I want to get you where you're going. Yeah, it stinks though, man. Like Tampa is um, one of my favorites. The, the the whiskey society down there is just they're so engaged. You know, there's there's probably ten like that across the country. Ten ten to twelve that are just, um, and they really are are, um, about, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a very, it's a group that, that shares. I mean, I've never, never been to anything where everybody wasn't bringing something to try to, um, you know, not to, not to say, Hey, look what I got, but to say, Hey, look what we get to open and, and, um, some great accounts, great, you know, great accounts. And, and it's also a fantastic place to eat. That city has some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully they don't get too hit too hard with Hurricane no Ryan's down there, or that one dude Ryan. Yep. Um, yeah, but that's uh, that's Burn Steakhouse down there, right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. I'm burning yeah, for some burns. Social. You know, that's interesting. The those, I feel like there are these pockets, right? You know, you, you talk about these hot spots, but I feel like they're everywhere. It's just now that they're beginning to bubble to the surface as far as being more public. You know, there. I'm shocked at the sheer number of social groups that, that, you know, whether it's four or five people or, you know, 20 people or a neighborhood, you know, and they get together Mm -hmm. on a regular basis. And I think a lot of it is social media is sort of bringing it to the, you know, to more public. A lot of these, um, enthusiast groups that now 
you know, share their things. And so you've got, you know, we've talked about this before that you've got their, your folks that have Instagram accounts and they take pictures of all the things and their whiskey and, you know, the bottles that they've acquired. And then there are those that just don't have social media accounts, you know, mm-hmm. but they're still as enthusiastic and as passionate about the whiskey. So it's, it's cool to see, you know, you come across folks that may or may not be familiar with your brand or a particular brand. Um, and you understand why, well, you're, you're not, you know, on the social media platforms and, um, but you, it helps you learn. I, I mean, for me, at least I feel like as a producer, it's good insight to know that various channels, how people learn brand awareness. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, as an example, capitalize on um, and I think that's, that's what I've, and I think we, we, we hit on this before or I hit on this before, but you know, it's like, I mean, Tampa is a great example. Um, there, you know, Tampa has a, a big chain retailer uh, down there. It's ABC Liquors. They have, I think, 130 stores and huge partner. They, 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 you know, they're great. Uh, and they, yeah, they go from Orlando, kind of Jacksonville area, right. Tampa. You know, I mean, it's 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 big. Um, such amazing, like down to earth, cool people. You know, you don't get the oh, you need us more than we, you know, they just, they just mm-hmm. like having cool stuff in their stores and they, they, they seem to have a very good um, relationship with, with their customers. But then the Tampa Bay Whiskey Society, which is just massive. And, and right. I think over 9,000 members <laughs> nationwide, um, but over 1,500 members within, you know, a 20 to 30 mile radius. And, and, um, they have several, you know, several places that they kind of call home and, and whatever. But there's one particular spot called Corona Cigar. And um, I think there are two or three of them. But there's one in particular that a guy named Tommy runs. And, 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 and Tommy, you know, Tommy, I go back to my Kentucky Owl days with Tommy, you know, visiting down there and everything. And, you know, Tommy's the kind of guy that... Um, you know, he know. gosh, he knows his stuff. I mean, knows his stuff um, yeah. and, and knows. And what I, one of the things I appreciate about Tommy, too, is that, you know, he knows good whiskey from bad whiskey. And it doesn't it, it not necessarily. I like, you know, good whiskey is what I like. Bad whiskey is what I don't like. You know, he 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 can he can say very confidently that. I've, you know, I, this is, I, you know, this is a well done whiskey. It's not my thing, you know, but, but I like, and Tommy is like, he, you know, he does such a great job in his stores of introducing, oh, you like this, then let me show you this. Oh, you like this? Oh, this is new or, you know, and, and. And, and, and having those kinds of relationships, I mean, you know, and, and Tommy's turned so many people on to, to Kentucky Owl when I was, when I first got to know him and, and what, you know, he's, he's been phenomenal to me through, you know, the two, and, and there, you know, and and it's just knowing those Tommies, um, because Tommy doesn't, he's not in every Facebook group. He's not on, you know, he, he, people just know and respect him and come to him for things 
hey, I want to buy this. I'm looking for something for my boss or, you know, I mean, he's just, he's the guy. He's one of the right. guys. And, and, you know, creating and cultivating relationships with those those types of, I hate, uh, like gatekeeper type people, that's, that's that's really important. More more of a yeah. welcomer, like oh, yeah. like 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 yeah yeah. Or the librarian that you know you're yeah. looking for a book or some information. They yep. know. Yes, what, Tommy what is the equivalent of like a, a hot librarian. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to say that out loud for many reasons. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm writing that down. Yeah, librarian. What do you got next? What do you got next, Martin? Uh, well, uh, well, this actually. Question uh, number two. I want to. I want to. I want to go. I want to go back to that pockets of of cities that have these small communities, and just most recently coming up is because, like, like let's have a thought experiment here. Is like, is I mean, prohibition was still. 90 just 90 years ago so you still have a, a lot of and what sherry alluded to a lot of history was lost during during that time a lot of people it's still taboo was probably still taboo what 50 years ago possibly for getting whiskey communities would would or or any kind of organizations or kind of like collabs or like fun communities that we're having now there's definitely a division you know one thing she talks about is the bible built and hmm. You know, it's influence and Been there. Um, and I think there's still a little bit of that. You know, it's it's a, there's there's a bit of a division, but we, we've I think one of her points was that you know we've evolved back to you know where consumption is at its peak. And yeah, I also don't think that you can um, underestimate the influence that in terms of the pockets you're talking about, the groups and that type of thing. I mean. The influence that that social media has had on this industry is, which would be a great, you know, topic to get somebody else in on here. But I mean, when, you know, when I first kind of started, I would say is like early 2000s and um, that was, and, and Facebook was like taking off. Facebook was becoming king. And, um, you know, I, you would just open Facebook and every day, uh, this is before, that was before I had released Kentucky out before any of that stuff. And it's like, um, you know, we're in this bourbon group together. Let me add you to this bourbon group. Let me, I mean, I, at one point, I don't know how many bourbon groups, private closed groups on Facebook. And then, at that time, all of the secondary market transactions took place on Facebook. I mean, you would right. just open up Facebook and it would be like, I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. I'm selling this. I'm selling that. I want this, uh, buying all this. But, you know, and, I mean, and it was this crazy. And this is at the same time when um, what Craigslist, eBay, I mean, mm -hmm. you could buy all this stuff all over the place and 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 it was like who you know you would like be going to buy a bottle from somebody and you would vet them based on your mutual <laughs> friends um and and you know and like i remember i was part of this group it was 
it's some of the most amazing whiskey experiences I've ever had. The bottles that I've opened with these guys and stuff we did. I mean, um, had them all come to the end one, t- no, two or three times. Had, um, I mean, we, I went on a duck hunt in Arkansas with like 12 dudes. And my wife is like, who, how do you know these guys? I was like, I've actually never met any of them in person, <laughs> but I know them from the internet. You know, and and, <laughs> and and I mean, I went down there. Careful, it's uh, Richard Cheney is one of them. Yeah, and I went down there. Like one of these guys, actually, he was. Yeah. It was Jamie Ferris. Was I did know Jamie on that trip? I mean, you know, we're going down there. <clears throat> there's like bottles, like Doug's Black Ink, Michter's Twenty Five. Jamie brought. Jamie did a bottle share and brought. We did a flight of. I think it was 16, 17, 18, 20, 21, 22, and 23 year old A.H. Hirsch's from the oh. Pennsylvania Mictors. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, we were drinking, I mean, it was insane. Gold That's veins. And like, yeah. I mean, just nuts. And, and it's like, how do you know these people? Well, Facebook. <laughs> um, you know, we go way but, back. We're close but it, friends. It, it, but what happened is like that's where these like that's where the notion I think of like I mean yes has it been a thing for millennia for like men to get together on a Sunday night and watch football and drink bourbon absolutely but yeah the like the social media and and, and that type of thing um, was what you know it, it you were able to create this like forum where everybody could get in and post pictures of what they were drinking or what they had just bought or what they found or, you know, whatever. And, and it, it really created, uh, or amplified this massive notion of like the, the bourbon community. Right. And, um, and, and I think it's, you know, it's, it's, with everything that happened with Facebook and Craigslist and eBay and how all that got shut down and people are having to be, you know, it's like a different way to move stuff or whatever. But, um, but that's That's like, that's kind of where those, those groups live and that's how they grow. And that's how, um, you know, it's just, it's kind of nuts. Also, I feel bad because I don't know when I just decided that Facebook was not my thing anymore. I think it was because like, I, I don't, I don't know if it was just that like one day when I started hearing like my mom and her friends talking about what they were like, what they learned on Facebook or what they saw on Facebook or whatever. I was like, yeah, maybe that's not, not for you anymore. That's not cool anymore. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody organically gravitates toward their thing. It's, you know, there's some generational stuff in there. There's whatever works better. What's easier, you know, more familiar, that kind of stuff. But yeah. I think that's pretty well. Now we all know how to lure Dixon into a murder van if we ever mm-hmm. so desire. So, 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 David, the uh, uh like, because your your introduction to the uh, bourbon community was uh, was is a little bit different, uh, outside of Dixon's because I, I remember you talking to like you remember having good times and with uh, with all your fellow Marines and the what was it in the Late nineties or early, early nineties, yeah, early nineties, and then just uh, and then you just 
started drinking and fighting. I mean, that was, yeah, that was drinking. (laughs) But but then it's just just drinking and fighting there. But (laughs) but when did it turn into a, uh, when did it turn into a passion? Because they're like, because they're, the communities weren't quite built up yet and Facebook wasn't around. Well, you know, well, that's, yeah. So that's a good point is that Facebook wasn't around. The internet wasn't around, you know, the interwebs were, were evolving and, and, you know, that it hadn't even reared its ugly head yet. So those communities still existed though, or, or they were, you know, in certain ways. That's that was my point about kind of these neighborhood groups, you know, they sitting around drinking whiskey, everybody, you know, bottle share parties. So mine was probably about 2000, I'll say, um, had a buddy get married, a buddy from high school and, um, in the military, and then after college, we, we both went down similar paths, and he had, he met his wife in college. Um, but I was in his wedding. Um, gosh, I don't, I'm pretty sure I wasn't the best man. Um, but he gave me this amazing bottle. It was scotch, actually, this amazing bottle of scotch. And I kind of put it on my shelf and then thought, man, that's a fancy bottle. Like, how, how do you drink that? And then I just kept kind of this is the bottle that uh later on a, a, a friend had uh we ran out of beer and he decided to fill up a couple of pint glasses uh with ice cubes with this 32 year old belvini and uh, 32 or 33 year old and and yeah yeah i was i was shocked um but, and, and then that i appreciated it a lot more after that. I, I tried to save it. <laughs> I remember straining, <laughs> running it through a strainer, getting the ice cubes out, putting it back in the bottle after I kicked my buddy out. And uh, for alcohol abuse, <laughs> party foul. And then really started to appreciate it and just, just kind of evolved from there. So at one point, you know, I was, okay, scotch to me was, that that was sophisticated. The You know, people talking about how peaty their scotch is and smoking cigars and doing those things. And 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 then you know experiencing some Japanese whiskey and and trying cognac and various things and then decided I don't know two thousand five six somewhere in there like bourbon is my thing I just want to focus on bourbon I just want to learn bourbon and that's where I that's where I sat for quite some time before I really ventured out you know and not just from a tasting and uh, but you know collecting. Um, I've been collecting things for a long time. Now I'm more into consuming and trying and sharing thanks to folks like Dixon. Uh, you know, that's one thing that I've found in the industry is it's, it's one thing to buy something and have it, you know, and, and consume it yourself and be able to taste it, you know, a, a rare, good bourbon or whiskey. Um, but then to have it in your collection, it's kind of like, Oh, that, you know, that's great. It's, it's not doing any good there. But then to share it with people, you know, to take that and share it with people. And then the, the whole Freddie Johnson thing, um, you know, when you do crack open those rare bottles, have your friends sign it, put the date on it and, you know, turn it into a bit of a, a scrapbook or, a you know, a, a time capsule, if you will. Kind of cool for those that are nostalgic. So I so I wouldn't be too far off from saying that it was it was because that community aspect in those tastings and and just talking with people having that that those conversations that really influenced you and saying hey 
I think I can really do this and bring something to the table uh, just because of how, how I'm, I am, uh, how I'm built, you know, or whatever. Uh, like what point at that stage were you like, I, I, I can do this now. Um, you know, it was, it was a secondary to, so, so it was the whole golden sheaf vehicle, if you will, you know, the, and when, when, you, when you came across that bottle, <laughs> no, yeah, came across the bottle and the, you know, the, the original recipe and that sort of thing. And then kind of, you know, light bulb ding, Hey, this is, this is a really cool thing. This is, you know, for somebody that's passionate about history and, you know, whiskeys, bourbons, brands, and, um, this is a big deal. This is pretty awesome. I was really excited about it. And then the more I would talk about it and share, you know, most people are like, Oh, that sounds great. Never heard of it. It's not, you know, sounds too good to be true. And the more I was able to dust off and, uh, you know, d not, not discover, but learn, um, it just kind of hit me. This is, this is something that, you know, history repeats itself. And, um, somebody is going to grab this thing and bring it back and put, you know, recreate it, uh, celebrate it. And, um, why can't that be me? I, you know, and I, I was pretty proud of my knowledge and, um, awareness of, you know, just different types of bourbons. I mean, that's, that's what I did for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. I was really passionate about it. I would chase them and, you know, chasing those rare Kentucky Owl bottles that were so hard to find on the shelves. And I'm not joking either. Yeah. You know, I was down in, uh, Kansas city and, um, you know, Des Moines, Iowa and in places for kids soccer tournaments and baseball tournaments. And I have to hit you know, make my rounds, would stay down there for several days. And, but I'd always build in some time there to go hit all the liquor stores and find these bottles that we couldn't find in our area because of the, their allocations. So yeah, it just, uh, it all came together eventually. And, um, and then realized, okay, I think there's a, I don't, I don't know what you call it though, a skill set or just a familiarity of, um, I'm that guy. I'll walk into a bar and I'll see, you know, 40 different bottles of bourbon and it's not, which one do I gravitate to that I like the most? It's which one haven't I tried and what do I know about it and how can I familiarize myself a little further about that brand? And if they have the, if they have the mash bill available to it, you're just like, you, you could kind of guess as to what it would taste like, be like, Hey, you know, I, 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 this seems palatable. <laughs> well, I think it, you know, a lot of them just kind of start with the taste and then, you know, from there, um, then doing the investigating, you know, if there's something on the bottle that reveals what it is or, you know, what's online, do some more research about it. If it's something I like, then yeah. Um, really dig in kind of deep, but no, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. You have a bottle, uh, uh, hard truth sitting here, some chocolate malted rye. Very good. Um, you know, that's the kind of stuff you hear a little bit about. You see it kind of out there and then wonder, and, okay, well, I'll go ahead and we'll take two, you know, caramel malted rye and chocolate malted rye. They're very good. So, so now, now that you guys have several batches and blends underneath your belt, um, when you, 
when you're in a, put in, in a situation to where the barrels or uh, are not turning out how you want it, what? How do you salvage those those uh, uh, those barrels? Um, it's it's not turning out, or do you just trust in your process, knowing that it will turn out based off of your based off of the tests that you did before you um, started finishing? Either one of you to take this one. <laughs> just gonna sit here and look at you. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, David and I, I think are are both. We are we are involved in much more involved in the process of maturation, obviously, than the process of distillation. Um, but I would say. In general terms, industry-wide, and I'm not talking about bourbon, I'm talking about whiskey as a whole, um, you know, you know, if there's this preconceived notion that you, you distill some stuff and you put it in a barrel and then you put it away and you wait eight years and then you go taste it and say, hmm, this isn't doing what I wanted it to do. I better figure out how to change it. Then you're an idiot. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, part of, part of the, you know, what, what you, what you really, you know, if you're good at what you do for all intents and purposes, um, you know, you're, 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 you're tasting all of this stuff. Uh, along its its journey so to speak um yeah i mean i go and taste the you know some barrels uh some barrels that are two years old um i don't expect them to taste like i I want them to taste when they're going to be seven or eight but i know that they're tracking in this direction you look at at the proof, at the color, at the development, um, if they still taste like new make, you got to do something about that. And, you know, and, and, and so, um, you know, I, I like to think that, that I'm, I'm very prepared, uh, in terms of, of, of barrels that, that I have gauged their quality throughout the course of, of the process of maturation so that when, when it comes time to use them, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like they're, they have uh, something to bring to the table. Now, you know, this, this run of barrels for one reason or another may um, be a little spicier or a little sweeter or a little higher improved for a little, you know, but um, you know, I think, I think, you know, the, the idea is that you, you bring a bunch of paint, as we've talked about before, you know, you've got, you've got this stuff to work with and, and it may have, it may even have some flaws. It may have, some, you know, but, but you know them at that point and that becomes the challenge of like, okay, how do you, how do these things marry up uh, to make right. something really special? Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't just start tasting barrels right before it's time to use them. I mean, I'm tasting barrels 
um, when they're a year old, when they're two years old, when they're three years old, um, because I'm, I'm keeping a, a track. Like, okay, you know, this is this particular microclimate in this facility is kind of going in this direction. We're, you know, we're getting a lot of heat here. We're getting, you know, we're, 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 you know, we're getting, you know, we're not getting a lot of, a lot of interaction. Is that a air circulation situation? Um, you know, and you, you kind of make those adjustments, um, throughout the process of, of maturation so that you don't run into a situation where you go, well, it's time to make a blend and all I've got is a whole bunch of barrels full of shit. Right, right. And that, you know, some of that, like, sometimes that's not the fun part. It's like, it's not like, oh, like, let's look at a whole bunch of three-year-old stuff today. Yeah. You know? like, I think that's a great analogy, though, the, the, the paint and you know if you're um it's hard to compare age and maturity but you know if you just have a color it's just not working with what you're you're creating you know paint wise painting art that day then you know put it aside it's not going to mix with that blend and but there's that familiarity of you know i know what we have in inventory i have process to receive you know it actually prior to that before it comes in inventory before we actually pay for before we acquire barrels get but isn't that one of the hardest things about <laughs> kind of what you're what you're doing now i know it was um for me previously it's like i you know they'd say hey there's an opportunity to buy whatever 450 of these barrels but you basically got to make the call looking at one or maybe two 200 ml samples that may have been cherry picked from, you know, two, two of the, the best really barrels. In this. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, then it's like, okay, well, I like where this is. And, and, and then you, you know, as soon as you gain access to them, it's like, I'm going to need about 50 samples here to evaluate right. this and, and try to figure out, you know, is this something that we can play with now? Is this something that needs to be, um, you know, you know, is this something worthy of, of double barreling? Do we need to move this to a different location? What, you know, like, right. how do we, how do we get this from, yeah, it's good with potential to realizing that potential. And, and that's, um, that's also sometimes kind of tricky because you're, you know, the way this thing works now, you're, you're kind of having to make the call with a very, very, very small sample size that represents a much, much, much larger volume of, of, of paint, so to speak. Right, right. Well, that's why one of my favorite things is to be able to go to and go to these smaller places and buy smaller lots of barrels. And so that way you're, you're tasting them right there. Um, then I'll take, you know, I've got samples sitting right here. I'll bring them back and be able to blend them. So I'll, you know, have become familiar with their flavor profile and then take them and try to create something else out of them. Okay. That, you know, will resonate nicely with, you know, this other barrel or these barrels that I've got in inventory. And so, and that's now I want, so next level is to be able to bring, you know, new make as well as aged barrels back into an environment that 
I can control or that we can control. And that's where we're at now is to be able to, so like, like you said, you know, where's this going? Well, we should, you know, we have a little bit of control over kind of, mm-hmm. you know, how we affect that. But, um, and then, yeah, you know, we've got, got multiple layers of evolution, but that's, that's what's next is to be able to have our environment that we can sort of influence or, or, you know, move them around in our, our sweet spots and our, you know, let's slow it down a little bit. But, uh, well, I got plenty more questions for the next go around of, yeah. uh, of reaching into the, uh, fan mail bag, but that, that's a, <laughs> about it for the most part but one last question is how many samples are you able even to do at once because because i'm hearing 50 samples here 200 uh from this one place it's just like is this like how long does that does that take no like, i mean the sampling I, you know, like part? If, if you know if i pulled 50 samples um you know i'd, I'd break them out into lots so i'd maybe take five from each lot um you know and i might work through the nose on, on, on a lot of them. Um, you know, and then it's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, does, does, you know, the first one from that lot, like, okay, you know, I, yes, this, this is this, you know, and you taste another one from that lot. It's like, okay, these, they're, they're in line, you know, I'm going to trust that they're kind of in line. I might go back and, you know, eventually make sure there's not an outlier in there, but, um, for all intents and purposes, it's like, you know, you, you, you take five barrels from uh, five samples from this lot that represents say 40% of your acquisition. Um, and you put them in five glasses and it's, it's, it's pretty damn easy to tell just by nosing them. Like these are all over the map or yeah, these are, these are pretty well on profile and, and we're good. I only taste, you know, a, a small taste of each one of these, but um you know, I, I've, I've received barrels, you know, and, and samples from barrels that we bought and then looked at the kind of the, the Delta, like the, what I got the first time around. And, and, you know, these things are different in color, these things are, you know, and it's just like, okay, now clearly this, this one, this first sample was not indicative of the overall. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, that, that happened to me, that happened to us more than once. And then it's like, Oh, okay. I got my work cut out for me now. Cause this is, um, the, 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 what we, what was delivered was not, you know, exactly what we, what we ordered, so to speak. Right. So at that point, do you combine all the samples to get a general overall kind of idea of what everything would no, you, then you start looking at it and you start saying, okay, where, you know, did these all come from the same rickhouse, even though they're from the same lot or some of these from the bottom mm. of one rickhouse and the top of another rickhouse or, you know, you really kind of have to start digging back into any information that, that you can get to try to figure out where that discrepancy comes from. You know, it's like, okay, these are from the same lot or different rickhouses. This one's a hundred and you know hundred and eighteen proof, and and the rest of this stuff is hundred and twenty six proof. Like, what's what is what's going on here? You know, and and again, the the bulk world is the wild west. You know, I mean, it's not like it's this regulated thing. I mean, it's, right. it's you know, so um, you know, it's important to to trust who you're purchasing from, and 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 have a good relationship, and be able to call them back and say, hey, man, you know what? 
oh, we can we talk about this? So, you know, whatever. I mean, it's just it's it's not it's not um, it's not this it's not like buying like you buy Apple stock. Every every right. share of Apple stock is this the same. You know, it's not it's right. Not, you're buying a, a bushel of apples and the ones on top might be really shiny, but you don't know uh, until you get them home and start looking at the ones at the bottom that they're rotten or, right. exactly. <laughs> or covered in That's mold or something. Good way to describe it. Yeah. Well, cool guys. I, uh, that, uh, that is all the list on for, 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 for today. today. We checked all, all right. the boxes. Well, great chat, gents. Yeah, look forward to next time. We'll hit that list again. Um, I'll try not making an, uh, another six months before we answer burning questions. Yes, not not a problem. We'll do this. We've had a few requests recently for this, so I think it'll go over well. Good. Appreciate everybody. As always, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and comment. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.